Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. On today's Grapeseed Friends episode, we welcome a co-worker of friend of the show, Bruno. Joan is our guest today. Welcome to the show. Hello. Glad to be here. We are very happy to have you. So let's start with number Thank one you. here. How long have you been teaching Grapeseed? I've been teaching Grapeseed for about going on eight years now. It's Ooh. been a blast. Yeah. Longtime veteran. Yeah. How many classes are you teaching this school year? This year, I'm currently teaching three classes. I have the Nen Shows, uh, Grade Twos, and Grade Four. Yeah, Nen Shows for people listening. That's this is K three in other countries. So like the the three year olds turning four, right? Mm, yeah. Okay, so what units are all, are all your classes on? Uh, my Nen Shows are currently uh, using the Little Seed curriculum or in Little Seed. My Grade Twos are on Unit Twenty. And grade fours are on unit 30. Ooh, wow. Quite the range of units you're going through there. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. What Great is time. your favorite unit? Uh, my favorite unit. Uh, that was a tough one. My favorite unit has to be, it, it's got to be unit seven. Unit seven is like the review unit. You okay. know, the children, they have all the tools at their disposal. All the letters and sounds are already covered to prepare them for reading. So, uh, and Unit 7 has got some, some excellent songs. Uh, the Weather Song, Shiver Shiver Burr, Keep Warm, Have You Ever Seen a Monkey? It's just full of great, useful language that the kids can use. I did get complimented by uh, Miklos once on my Weather Song singing. I guess he really enjoyed watching and listening to me sing. <laughs> oh, I've never seen you sing. So now, now I'm interested. I'll have to, I'll have to ask Miklos for a, a, a secret under the, <laughs> under the table recorded video or something. Uh, what's the weather? What's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> How about a favorite component? A favorite component? See, my favorite component would probably be, you're going to have to be, I don't know, really. The stories, the stories are fantastic. I, I love telling stories to the kids. The kids enjoy it. Every now and then I change the voices to the characters and the kids have a blast with it. Any particular story you like the best? Uh, me and Bruno kind of share the same liking. Uh, uh, we both like the spider's web. Okay. It's, it, it's a fantastic story. And it's got a great message, you know, for the kids. Listen to your parents. Talk to or, strangers. Or, Listen to your parents. Be yeah. careful. Or, or the yeah. spider will eat you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the spider will eat you. <laughs> so eight eight years—that's a long time. When you when you first went to grapeseed training, what did you think? What were your first impressions? Hmm. Uh, my grapeseed training—that was a long time ago. I remember it took place in Fukuoka many years ago. I remember when I went there. When I got there, it was very well organized. They had teachers from all over the country. Some of them were there for refresher training. And for others, they were like me, you know, it was the first time. I remember they ran through a few components from unit one. They showed us the proper way to do things, you know. They had us each present three components to our groups of four or five people. I was a bit nervous. We did have one guy in our group. Oh, man, he was very knowledgeable, very seasoned. I forgot his name, but hey, man, if, if you're out there listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> thanks, bro. He gave us useful tips and advice you know there are minor things like how to hold and percent and posture and all that jazz but the little things go a long way definitely the mystery person hopefully he remembers and hopefully he's still teaching grapes yeah, hopefully <laughs> all right tell us a moment about when you were teaching grapeseed and you thought wow this stuff really works 
I'd say about seven months into my first year of teaching grapeseed, I was teaching the Nisho class. At the time, we were using uh, grapeseed toddler material. It consisted of a mix of different components from units one through four. We were doing playtime in the English room. And it wasn't until I actually stopped to listen around that I realized everyone was communicating in English. It's crazy. I remember hearing one child asking his friend, you know, he was like, where's the red block? And the kid's like, it's here, right here. I heard a lot of do you like questions, a lot of children using please and saying thank you. All, and all the words they were using were things that we were learning from the material at that moment. It was, it was crazy. It was good. Especially for a three-year-old class. That's what's really impressive. Yeah. For, for nine shows, man, they were outstanding. Right now, they are, they're probably one of the better, one of the smarter uh, classes that we have in the school. They're fantastic. They're great. Excellent. Next question yeah. here. What was the funniest thing a student of yours has said in class? The funniest thing? Well, a few months ago, it happened this year, a few months ago, one of my little seed students came up to me. And he's like, Joan, 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 toilet, please. You know, as he was tugging on my shirt. And then he started counting down from, he's like, 10, 9, 8, 6, 4. I'm like, go, 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 go. He made a mess. But that counting down thing, that was something that, that he got from me. When it's time to put away the REPs, you know, if, if they're moving too slow, I always count them down. I'm like, all right, everybody, put away your bucks. Chop, chop. 10, 9, 8. So I, I thought it was funny that he was using my own techniques against me. Connecting it to, just... to how much of an emergency it was for him to have to go to the bathroom. Right, right. Like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow. I'm going to blow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It was funny. It was, uh, I, was, I, was laughing. I was dying like right after. I was, and how he was, uh, he, was, he was miscounting. Like, you know, they're, they're nice shows. And counting backwards is hard. We don't teach them that. But he, he was able to. He's like, 10, 9, 6. Four. <laughs> the 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 counter is going faster. It's more of an emergency. <laughs> All right. What is one challenge you had teaching grapeseed, and how did you overcome it? It was definitely time management. Quill. He was he was a colleague of mine, an excellent teacher that used to work here. He sat in one of my classes, and he was like, "Juan, you guys are not moving fast enough. You gotta you gotta pick up the pace." I was asking too many questions. I was waiting too long for a student to respond. He gave me some. He gave me a few tips to to help improve things. You know, we made things easier by limiting the questions to just one or two. You know, praising the student for answering, then modeling the answer in a way that uh, that we're looking for. You know, whether they gave the correct answer or not. And if I found a student was a bit stuck, I'd give them little hints or I, I'd move over to a friend. And once they, uh, once the friend answered, I'd come back. Hey, hey, uh, hero, you want to give that another shot? Yeah, pacing, I think, is something that a lot of teachers struggle with. So it's, it's good to have a nice coworker to help you through that. Yeah, it was, it was great having it's, it's actually fantastic having Quill and Bruno there when I first started to, to really uh, help me out. It's, it's fantastic. Great. Now, you've already touched on this a little bit, my next question here, but I wanted to get into Little Seed a little bit more since there are not as many teachers that come on the podcast that teach both. So you taught Little Seed this year. What did you think overall? And give us another highlight or two. You've already given us the the counting down one, but (laughs) give us something else. Well, Little Seed has been very fun to teach. It's easy to pick up and start using. The kids like it a lot. 
they all they all have a thing for robot robot but you know who doesn't love robot robot <laughs> hello zoe um <laughs> we, we 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 all we'll do this thing where midway through the through the robot robot song have all the kids you know shut down and when zoe's like oh no robot don't go so slow all the kids like power back up and I, I join them and we all do a little dance, move to the beat. It's, it's, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But, you know, Little Seed's fantastic. It's very easy to use and the kids love it. It's fantastic. I can, I can just picture that in my mind, a whole bunch of kids in the class powering down and then powering back up. I love it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about Bruno before here. So I think we need to add a Bruno question at the, the end of this podcast. What is something about Bruno's teaching you've tried to add to your own skill set? Coming in, I took a little bit from both how Quill and Bruno ran things in their classroom in terms of classroom management, how they set up their chairs, how they set up their materials. They, pro- they both provided me with a wealth of information for which I'm very grateful. But as for Bruno's techniques, I just, I just took a mixture of both what Bruno and Quill did and I just kind of took a little bit from each and I made it my own thing. Is there there's something specific? Not specific. Just the classroom management thing is in how they set up their their materials. I, I just kind of stole that from them. It works. No, it's an it's an underrated thing that that proper preparation and setting up your classroom helps avoid classroom management issues during your class. So I think taking that extra time to make sure everything's laid out properly and easily accessible to pick up and you're you're not losing your flow and losing pacing, that just really keeps kids engaged, right? Yeah, it, it really goes a long way. The, the little things go a long way. So take the time to, to prep and have everything ready and your class will go much smoother. Excellent. Last question here. What advice do you have for other grapeseed teachers? Uh, this goes out to all of the new teachers out there. Follow the lesson plans. It's very important. If it seems that your kids aren't speaking English or using the language, give it time. Rome wasn't built in one day, you know. You won't see results overnight. And, you know, if anything, you can turn to your to your peers or, or you can hit up any of the grapeseed trainers. To, to give you any uh, advice or just listen to the podcast. You get a lot of information from the Grapeseed podcast as well. Perfect. What a great, what a great way to end the, end the podcast on is talking about how great the podcast is. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, John. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, man. As always, everyone out there, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.